You're listening to The Real King with Joe and Heidi King. Also, it's your 52nd. Did you hear me yeah. make a weird tooth sound when I said it? <laughs> no, did you suck it is, the tooth? <laughs> it is your 52nd episode. So yes. God, God has given us the grace and mercy and the content <clears throat> yeah. to make that many episodes. Yes. One year, one year today. Joe and I were talking about that this weekend, mm-hmm. how 52 episodes of content, but not really repetitive. No. That's a lot of content. And we've <laughs> barely scratched the surface. Seriously, like there's so much more. So 52, that's weekly episodes. Mm-hmm. So you've had 52 full weeks as of today. It's amazing of episodes go live um it was funny because i was scrolling through um episodes today Mm -hmm. and i had a moment where i'm like okay like how long does this scroll for Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i just want to get to the bottom come on (laughs) i Um, I go back and listen to some of them and i can tell that there's influence of the holy spirit in a lot of episodes because there's things that were talked about that my flesh doesn't remember us covering. Like I remember a lot of the episode and then all of a sudden there'll be things that like are teachable moments for me. I'm like, wow, that definitely was not like that that was was not me. That was good. Yeah. Like, man, I need to, I need to apply that more to my own life. Yeah. That came out of me. It's in me. Why am I not applying that today? Yeah. So you're you're a little bit different than us. You're like the editor side of it. Yep. So I am the same way as Joe, where I can listen to episodes, and it's as if me and Joe are not the ones talking. I can listen to it as like just a listener. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like that's good. <laughs> like like a it's a very weird thing to experience, but <clears throat> I think it really is is because it's anointed when it's being said. So when you go back and listen to it, it's yeah. just good stuff. Yeah. Is it like that for you too? Yes. Yeah. I also laugh out loud. <laughs> Which you don't do normally by yourself. Well, here's what I do is I get to a funny part and I'm like, Heidi, you've <laughs> got to hear this. It's so funny. And then I will call you and then play it or make you play it. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I listen to you react by the time an episode goes up. I've probably listened to the entire episode like three full times. Right. And, but in pieces a lot of times. And so I always try to listen to it again once it's up. First of all, to pump the downloads. Hello. Yeah. And then, um, just to hear it in with continuity and the finished piece. It's always fun. Yeah. Mm. It was a surreal moment. Like I took, do you remember I took a picture like driving down the road <clears throat> and to have Spotify up like on my car play right. and have the real King on the screen. Yeah. It's weird. You want to hear something funny? Always. We were flying to Florida, you know, with the, uh, Rafir. <laughs> in your Chevy Astro van shout out Bartholomew's and there was podcasts on there mm-hmm. and I literally was like searching for Real King <laughs> and then like, yeah. it hit me like 
they probably have like a deal with the Delta. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking pr- of. Probably not going to be on here. Hey, Delta, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, and I know you are. Put us on your airplane. Yeah. Can I tell you guys? So I also look at like the analytics side, which you've, we share that information as well, but I'm a little bit more nerdy about it. Mm-hmm. So you, I don't know if you always realize, so I'm going to list them all the countries that people have downloaded and multiple downloads and listened Belgium shout out Belgium shout out Belgium hey Belgium we see you we love you yes Guatemala Zambia Cambodia France <laughs> France <laughs> India Taiwan Kiribati Australia New Zealand Ghana the UK Spain Canada, Turkey, Germany, Mexico, Canada again, because I made the list. So shout out Canada. One of your top five locations of listeners is Canada. We see you. And then all across the United States. So. Yeah. That's amazing. That's exciting. That is exciting. And shout out to India. Thank you so much for Sag Paneer. Yeah, sorry about that one episode where Joe and I said we got constipated from Indian food. (laughs) Joe loves Indian food. I do, I do. That's one of those out-of-the-body experiences when you listen, you're like, did I say that I got constipated? (laughs) Yeah, I just told the world that I get constipated. (laughs) I do have moments like that later where I'm like, that was funny, but did we tell that story to everybody? Maybe that's, that's the Holy Spirit lightening the mood for somebody... You know, you know when you get you listen to something and you start to get conviction, and then your flesh always wants to be like, "Oh, these people are wrong," like, yeah. "That's not my situation." But you know deep down, like, "Man, this is a teachable moment." Maybe that's where Holy Spirit kicks in and has us say something stupid. It's like when you're being <laughs> scolded by a parent, and at the end they wink at you. Yeah, he's like, "I got to reel this." You ever had that? I got to reel this back in because. So-and-so over in France is going <laughs> to be listening to this episode. Yeah. So. so. Shout out Jesus. Thank you, yes, Jesus. Yes, thank you, yeah. Lord. Um, this this is the focus. Mm-hmm. Is to you help know, people. Well, bringing hope in God's definition of hope. Yeah. You know, Jesus, he went to the cross because of the hope set before him. And, and the hope was the significance of a salvation that he created for you and I that no man can take away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a hope of like, Oh, maybe it'll happen. It's a, it's a definite. Yes. It's an absolute an definite. If a man confesses with his mouth, believes with his heart and enters into a relationship with Jesus Christ, you will be saved. Yeah. So the whole push for this thing is to, to one, see people saved and set free, and two, live with us in relationship with Jesus and share our experience so that if you go into similar trenches as us or find yourself in a similar situation, you at least have our experience for comparison and for tools to get out of those situations. Yeah. 
Well, and there's a verse that talks about how you're not the only one that goes through this. Like your yeah. your mm-hmm. brethren around the world are, is going through the same struggles that you're going through. Yeah, there's That's nothing a, new. It's a good reminder to people <clears throat> and how similar people are. That is an interesting part. So yeah. just today, I was at, uh, I took Jasmine to a piano lesson and I was talking to her piano teacher and <laughs> we were talking about how I have to have a hand. I think I've said this on a podcast before. I have to have a hand on Joe when I'm sleeping. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily like to be cuddled, but I... Not at all. <laughs> when I'm sleeping... But you do have like a 10,000 degree hand that will sweat <laughs> easily, on me easily. in some place. That will sweat on easily. me. Has she ever put her leg on oh. you? Oh my God. <laughs> but like, I can't fall asleep unless my hand is touching something on him. You can't like rub my back something with like, on him. <laughs> Wow, this is rated PG. <laughs> Just like I wish. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 puts a hand on my shoulder. She's literally snoring. <laughs> like literally, like hundred percent. It's, it's, it's like a ma- magic. Here's the thing: key. two shallow breaths, and she's out. <laughs> one deep one, and I'm like, uh, Heidi, the DVD stopped because we're watching a movie that was her like if if she wanted to go to bed when we were younger having a sleepover she'd be like you want to watch a movie (laughs) and it was always like the parent trap yeah or the santa claus yes i've since childhood i've been like a 10 p.m 11 p.m bedtime lady absolutely like forever i've been like that forever and like she's she, always I was like not straggling used, in at midnight. I was not used to like the Christina life where it was like one, two o'clock in the morning. In fairness, Bob and Karen <laughs> would wake her up at like five thirty. Yeah, in their underwear. Yes, always scraping chairs, kitchen chairs across because my room <laughs> was directly below tile. the tiny Dude, room. They were the loudest scraping of chairs yeah. you've ever experienced in yeah. your life, yeah. and then Blue would howl. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. I, I had a basset hound. Yeah, but so I'm talking to this girl. And she's like, oh my gosh, I am the same exact way with my husband. I have to have my hand under his back, otherwise I can't fall asleep. She's like, I literally thought I was the only person that was like that. And I was like, no, that's so funny. I'm totally like that. But that's just a good indicator that everybody on this earth has probably some level of, I can, I can relate to you there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like that too. Watch these people. And let them be in their your life so that you can like get hope and like <clears throat> like assistance and like it's gonna be okay and you're gonna make it through yeah. this and don't feel bad about this. Well, think and- about think about it on a, a spiritual plane. Um, how do spirits work with familiarity? Like mm-hmm. familiar yeah. spirits, right? And we have as a social group or society or a human race, we have familiarity. We're mm-hmm. we're all created in God's image and likeness. Yeah. So if there's if there's something troubling you, there's probably multiple people in the body of Christ that you're in relationship with that are having the same struggles that have internalized it just like you. Yes. If there's something you're joyful about, same thing. There's probably the the same thing is going on where where you're like I'm so embarrassed to to laugh about this. But there's probably multiple people around you that find it hilarious. Yep. And and it builds community and character. We've ex- so to live in transparency. You know, 52 episodes, one year review here. We've <clears throat> experienced that where yeah. like your guys's crazy banter about like 
stuff or stories that you've said mm-hmm. has created a joy in people that when they see us, they're like, yes, <laughs> like that was You're hilarious. My people. Yeah. yeah. One thing too is growing up in the church, a lot of times people in ministry are like untouchable. Right. And you very seldom get to see like behind the curtain yeah, and see that they're real people yeah, and have the same shared experiences. Yep. And then it's interesting and helpful, I think, to understand how people deal with those things. Yeah. And like even just our last episode where we talked about like conflict resolution, who's talking about that? Right. You know, we need it. We need to talk about these things. We were just on the way here and another pastor that we were listening to said that what you tolerate is what's going to dominate. Yeah. Yeah. What you permit, you promote. Yeah. Is another another saying. So that's another reason why the church has to start getting a backbone and stopping these frivolous conversations and stopping these actions. Well, and starting your own home. Yes. Yes. And just like the idea that we have to put on an error and like a certain, it's a facade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's having a form of godliness and denying the power thereof. And, like the power of God can work in your life and you can be in the process of being transformed by the Holy spirit and share that experience with other people and draw them out of where they're at. Yeah. And like help them along. Not that long ago, like what a few weeks, you and I were at an event and we were working the altar together. Mm -hmm. And that, that was one of those experiences where the person walked up and needed prayer for something you directly have dealt with. And her face lit up. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you have, it's, what are you doing over there? <laughs> it, it, you have representation. Yeah. You know, you can see yourself and you can, if you can see somebody else going through the exact same thing. Yeah. But they're on the other side of it. Yeah. Sometimes people are so in a hole with their feelings and what they're going through. They can't see the other side of it. And the crazy part, too, is I've told Joe many times, I can't ever know. I've, I had that thing when I was in the midst of that, when I went to like my deep, like mm-hmm. hermit life. Yeah. Because I was like, no, I can't even talk to anybody about this because it's about a bodily function with your bowels. Shame. Like you can't talk to people Mm. about that because they're going to be like, wow, like this girl craps her pants. Like you can't. (laughs) You can't be that girl. Merch. Merch. (laughs) Merch idea. This girl craps her pants. (laughs) Oh, man. That's one of those things, though, where it's so it's so it's so personal that like you can't really I mean, I say you can't, but you feel like you can't really go out there and be like, help. Look at this. I need help. Yeah. Look at look at what God does with that, though. Um, woman presses in in a multitude of people. We're talking throngs. Are you talking about the lady with the issue, issue of blood? Of blood oh, I was just right? Go there. How <laughs> personal is that? She spent a fortune on doctors to yeah. be healed, right? Yeah. And then what does God do? He makes an open show of it. And not only does he make an open show of it, Jesus says, who touched me? Lord, <laughs> there's like, are you here? Like, 
Hello. Like there's a million people around you. You know the weirdness. Like when I get prophetic, I get kind of weird, right? So that whole weirdness where I don't know where the baseline is anymore. (laughs) Where like they've been they've been traveling with Jesus. They're like, oh gosh, here he goes again. Like, yeah, Lord. So many people have probably bumped into you, and he's like, no, I felt virtue. Leave me. And then she confesses, and he says, your, your faith has made you well, mm-hmm. right? So now, not only does that miracle made happen. Made you whole. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not only does that miracle happen, hmm. but thousands of people seen it, and there's transparency forced. She was like, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll, she had the faith. Mm-hmm. I know I'll be made whole. <clears throat> and then, boom. It becomes an open show and an immediate testimony. It's not a hidden. Yeah. Not only yeah. does that happen, but now thousands of years later, we're reading it. Right. And, still and we're talking applying about those scriptures to our life. Yeah. We're yes. hearing it preached across pulpits multiple times a year. Yeah. And why? Mm-hmm. Because there was transparency and this idea that we can have hidden um, sins, hidden healings, hidden... That's garbage. It is. You overcome by the blood of the lamb, the word of your testimony. Right. She encountered the blood of the lamb, Jesus, by touching the hem of his garment. And then she overcame by the word of her testimony. She testified that, Lord, I knew if I could only touch the hem of your garment. I mean, how many times truly in the Bible did God set a precedent that these things that in our culture today and our own pride would consider, oh, that's taboo or that's. Like, we can't talk about that. Infertility. Right. There's infertility throughout the Bible and people working through that and obeying God and being brought out of it. There's so many, there's infidelity. There's so many things that people went through and wrote down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it's still helping people thousands of years later. So this is a good segue because what you're describing here is, if I may, suffering in silence. Yes. So with that said, that was an episode that we did that I think is top three for mm. me. Yeah. I think it was a really good one. So what are some of your favorite episodes that have come out of this year that one you can of, think one of? One of my favorite episodes was the one that I was not here for when you and Heidi. Really? Yeah. That wow. is wild. Yeah. I thought, man. The they, gals. They were the one anointed. I was like, they were so anointed in this episode. What do they need me for? It was funny because the whole time, like, my brain was just like, is Joe going to approve of this? Is Joe going <laughs> to like this? Like, yeah. is Joe okay What's Joe going to think so of this? Just, yeah. just to, like, I'm not a critical... I I actually just repented today about having no, a critical spirit. He's, but he's not a critical person, but I seek his approval. No, Because yeah. I, I want it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is I want every episode to be spirit led. Correct. Yeah. But he's holy very, spirit led. Yes. Heidi so, strives for excellence too in a lot of different areas. So I've had people say like, how do you guys come up with da da da? And how do you get the content? And I'm like, the Holy Spirit. We don't script them. We've tried mm-hmm. like three times. And I've, it tr- I've tried. <laughs> Dude, it's so It doesn't hard. work. <laughs> and then even when we were with Nick and Steph, Bartholomew, shout out Bartholomew's Ignite. Yes. Um, we were at their house and we were talking and we were like, man, we could have had an episode of the podcast right here. 
100%. Just because the conversation was, was just... The conversation. Yeah. Yeah. The conversation. The conversation. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Anywho. So that was that a good one. That could be a bumper sticker on the, conversation. On the astral plane. The astral plane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The funny part is if people don't listen consistently, they have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, you so if, if, if you want to know about the of, astral plane, and go back a few episodes. If they're coming out of witchcraft, they're going to be like, astral plane? What am I listening? <laughs> Are they a cult? Yeah, no. If no. you want to know what yeah. we're talking about, follow us on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Astral plane is not astral projecting, and they're very <laughs> no. different. It's a, it's a Chevrolet <laughs> astral van with wings. <laughs> yeah. Joe and Heidi flew to Florida. In one. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it sun country no spirit spirit what's one of yours mm. you can do like a top two top three yeah so i don't remember the name of it what was it about it was the that one that we were really nervous about where so you know what i'm talking about yep slippery slopes yeah is that slippery slopes yeah. is one yep. of, so we actually recorded that episode and didn't didn't put like, it up for like weeks. weeks in advance. It was months, probably. probably. It was probably like two or three months. That and it when was we recorded it, we were hot, man, and not hot like angry, just like we were. We were learning through trial and error, through things happening in the body of Christ. Real and there was time, real time things happening that were oh man, so discouraging to see people that that had an opportunity to, to be have a huge platform and be used by God and then to to just it. backslide mm-hmm. and then and when I so when I say hot I I don't necessarily like to use the term righteous anger because I don't it seems just off-putting to me but that's what we had like we had just like this we were upset but not because it was affecting us directly it was like we were kingdom minded upset yeah mm-hmm. like we lost like we one could do better and we could have did like we could have did yep <laughs> we could have did so good yeah <laughs> heidi just went hood yeah there's been a couple times heidi's gone she's hood hiding in the from last the block year. right now <laughs> mm-hmm. but th- that probably was one of my favorite because it was it was like a fiery the Lord was there. Righteous and, and we, indignation. Yeah. And we were nervous to release it because we did we didn't want it to come out as like you a know what rant. It is? <clears throat> we were grieved. We were grieved. We were grieved and the Holy Spirit was grieved as to what transpired and we we were working through it as a, like yeah. a team. And it was a lot to process and deal with and not take personally. Yeah. But yeah. to remain that's the hardest part in a situation like that is to not take it personally, but remain kingdom minded. Yeah. And how like, do you how do you protect mm-hmm. the innocent? Right. Yep. So you want to protect, but you got to trust God. Yes. Yeah. Because there's nothing you can do. And then there was, you know, people that were confusing um, the whole situation, thinking that they were going to help in in a place of grace and. Um, you know, all of a sudden here you are with discernment and God's telling you, don't jump in there. Yeah. Like, don't, don't jump into the fire with them because if you, if you try and help them where they're at, then they're always going to assume that that's where they're going to get help and they're going to stay there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God was very, very open about the fact that they need to come out. Okay. I was right there with you. There is a, so 
I understand. So I'm all about the no judging. Mm -hmm. I'm all about the forgiveness. Like I am right there all the time because I will never hold somebody in unforgiveness or contempt over some sin that I think they have when God washed me with how dirty we were. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah like you were we, dirty. <laughs> funny. Like we were like these nasty people and God was able to like restore and, and clean that and, mm -hmm. and that's who we became. So yeah. I hold that very, very preciously. And so when I look at other people, I don't like to be like, wow, like what are they doing? Because we were, we were ick. Like yeah. there's even like younger people that I look at where I'm like, they should be at every service and they should be doing this and they should be doing that. And then all of a sudden Holy Spirit reminds me and was like, keep sewing into them because look at where you were when you were 21. Yeah. yeah. Like they're way past mm -hmm. and doing way much more than what you <laughs> yes. were when you were a 20 little year old blah. Right. Yeah. And so I had a point to that. Oh yeah. So Every time we see these different stories and parables and situations in the Bible, the people were coming to Jesus. Yeah. They were coming to seek the help. So a lot of the times when you're in that mode of like, I'm just going to give this person grace and mercy and I'm going to keep loving them and I'm going to keep loving them. Do that. But at the same time, if the Holy Spirit says back up a little bit and still continue to give that, but not in the trenches, yeah. it's for a reason. Yeah. Because the people have to come to Jesus because yes. if they're always coddled, they're never going to get a resolution. Yeah. Jesus walked up upon Peter and says, if you follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. There was no like two weeks notice. He left his boat. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He walked away from a loaded business. Yeah. Right? Um that he felt was his calling and he was probably it was probably generational. Saul, yeah. a Pharisee, a citizen of Rome. He's he's moving throughout the countryside um taking these followers of Christ and he's persecuting them and he's killing them and he's locking them up. And all of a sudden he has this moment where where God appears to him, takes away his sight. And now he's got to wait for a man of God to argue with God about whether or not he should go because it's unsafe. Then the man comes, restores his sight. And then Paul ends up in the Arabian desert for three years. He is not allowed to go back around his Pharisee friends mm -hmm. and his religious lifestyle yeah. and all the things he knew because he had to spend three years in communion with the spirit of Christ Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Peter said, Paul knows Jesus better than me. Right. And so when we see people come in and get a taste and a touch of freedom and then think they can go right back into their old, quit yeah. your job. Yeah. Your job is not worth your eternity. No. Yeah. No. Your XL bill will be paid by God. Yeah. And I will I will put my I will put my dignity on that. Yeah. Right? I when 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 I got set free, we lost everything. We lost our place to stay. We lost I lost my jobs. Like everything was just it was crazy. But God took care of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't even have faith to believe for him to take care of us. Yeah. Because don't you think that too, sometimes, so there's this phenomenon where as humans, we can go from like one mini crisis to the next mini crisis mm -hmm. and you can never quite see yourself 
outside of what where you're currently at and yeah. what you're currently doing. Yeah. And you need something catastrophic to pull you out of it mm-hmm. and to show you what you're truly capable of. Mm-hmm. It's like when goldfish only grow as far as far is what I was about to say, as large as the tank, tank that they're yeah. in. Yeah. You don't know the potential because you're in this cage you're that this you're environment. unaware of, right? And I think it's those situations where you may feel like overwhelmed by the notion like, okay, but if I quit my job, then that means I can't pay my rent. Okay. But big picture, God may want you out of that place. Yeah. Yeah. He maybe has a better place for you. That hasn't been working for you this far. Right. Like actual literal different place to live. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe you're looking at it as I'm taking, it's like one small step for, for, what is it mankind a giant yeah i can't remember it we're smart but we're dumb yeah (laughs) yeah and and i think i think half the reason half the reason why we're struggling with this one is there's some of us in the room that may or may not believe that man one giant leap for mankind faked i did it I will. Heidi was googling it, I was and googling I it. will not she Google will not. things. She will not. So it's one small step for man, one giant leap for, or one leap for mankind. It's it's like God just needs you to take that first step. Yeah. And He's actually got a leap's worth of stuff there for you, but you have to take the first step to like hit the first domino. Yes. Those those comfort things, you know, you know that's that's what it comes down to is the comfort. I don't want to be alone. You're not alone. You got Jesus now. See, I um, will say too though. I personally, full transparency, have never quit a job because God told me to. <laughs> I am talking real high and haughty right here. Like if Christina and I quit our jobs tomorrow, like Listen, you know that God, God told us to. It for me to do it, but um, the <laughs> especially last. given certain days of the week. But uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure, Joe, that you said that you'd put your dignity on the line for it. The last job I left because of God telling me to leave um, I did what any grown man of God would do, and I called my mommy. <laughs> yep. And I, I called Pastor Lynette, and I was like, hey, God gave me this vision, this and that. And she's like, okay, do it. And I'm like, I don't have any money. And she's like, well, God will provide. Yeah. There you go. You know, so when, when I got set free and delivered, I couldn't even drink coffee. Right. No stimulants. God wanted me to have no stimulants. Mm -hmm. It was years. Yeah. And I didn't, I wasn't like energyless. No. Like he gave me and he sustained me. Yeah. Um, And then we found that I was eating ice cream all the time. All the time. Like, uh, like like buckets, like a bucket a night, like a gallon a night. And then all of a sudden God was like, you can't do that. You just traded. Yep. I've taken the alcohol. Transfer addiction. Yeah. 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 I've taken the alcohol. I've done this, this, and this. And and you would self-medicate to be able to sleep with those drugs and alcohol. And now you're eating ice cream before you go to bed. And you're pounding your your organs, the ones I just restored full of sugar. Yeah. yeah. So then I had, to, I had to, in the flesh, give that up. Yeah. You want to know what's interesting about that, too? Is I noticed it. I'm, he noticed it. But when we talk to people that have been not I mean some have been delivered from alcoholism but some, some have, have just, just stopped quit. some have stopped mm-hmm. and all of them say that they all have sugar issues now they, yes. and the 90% of them it's ice cream yeah 
Yeah. I used to never eat ice cream. I'm addicted to ice cream. Sour yeah. Patch Kids, too. Yeah. A lot of people report Sour Patch Kids or gummy bears. Yeah. So you don't want to end up in that situation. So if if something gives you comfort, whether it be a place that you go to be around people or whatever, you need to discern, is, is this saying Jesus isn't enough? Is this right. saying what he did for me isn't enough? Is this an opportunity to fast that event, that that food, that coffee, that cigarette? That show. That vape? My God, come on. <laughs> if I like, see one more vape. <laughs> no, smelling we, like cherries. This is Ugh. the thing, though, is, is what seems harmless is, you know... Even, even things, even things that, that are okay are not beneficial. Mm-hmm. Like, Scripture says that. Yep. Like, it, it doesn't put you in a place of authority. Right. Because now you still have something that, that has some sort of control. Like, oh, I'm nervous, need some nicotine. Right. Okay, well, Jesus isn't enough. It, it is funny. If you could train your brain to be like, oh, I'm nervous, I got to open my word. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm starting to get anxiety. I got to open my word. Yeah. Like if that was your addiction. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm going to crank. So today I was going through it and I, I, I went, took my phone and I, I went into Mercy Culture mm-hmm. and I found Pastor Jasmine easy and I just cranked it. Yeah, buddy. And I, and I was just like in this place, just. What are you doing with Cleaning. Cleaning. He was cleaning. I was just in this place <laughs> cleaning. Like this, <laughs> and I was just You guys can't even imagine what worshiping he was just God. Doing. He what were you looked doing like again? I was sanding something. <laughs> like something was happening. Yeah, he was like Like what do you do bread. to make a boat? What do you do to make a boat where it does the little curls of wood? Oh um, planing. That's yeah. what it looked like. Yeah. Um So I make strokes with the wand when I'm when I'm steam cleaning carpet. And that's yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. My hand. Um, I have a question. Okay. In this year reflection, yeah, what's the thing that's shocked you the most of like having a podcast? Mm. Like, what's been like the shocker that you just would have never that people listen? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that and the testimonies. Yeah. Yes. And that's we humbling, if anything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We. We have tried to be very transparent, but when I hear the testimonies, it makes it so real what God's doing in people's lives. Yeah. And so real what he did. Like you all of a sudden relive the victory that God did in your testimony yeah. when somebody else gets free. And and it's like this, this intimacy with God the Father. Yeah. It's like the highest high. Yeah. When you get to see... The such as, like Mm -hmm. that he's adding to his church such as, and and the such as is you went through this, you experienced this, um, you were more than a conqueror because Jesus Christ already conquered that thing on the cross, but now you actually seen the word activated and come into fruition in your life. Yeah. And you're walking this way, and then somebody says, you shared this, and this happened, and I repented, and I'm living free. Yes. We've seen some crazy, like there's stuff that we, I hope we get permission to to tell on the podcast or even have them on yeah. at some point, yeah. because there's some of these people, man, there's, so mind-blowing. There's, there's been testimonies of 
of generational curses being broken. Mm-hmm. There has been testimonies of of deep, deep hurt as children. Mm-hmm. Um, where those people have been able to to speak with us and get and get freedom from it and prayer. And, and they have a voice and of they have their a, own. And now? they have a voice now and the shame is gone and they're just so, like a beacon. Can I say too? So I mean, Joe and I obviously <laughs> grew up together. Um but one other piece of this for me looking inward to to you two is it takes a lot of supernatural bravery and courage and tenacity to share about your personal experience, your personal testimony, and in Joe's case, how he was abused. Mm-hmm. And not have control over the conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have control over what's being shared and how it's being shared. Yeah. Because it's coming from you. But you don't have control once it's out there. Right. Who's listening. Right. And and you what we do, we pray. Yeah. yeah. We pray before we start. Because yeah. we want God to use things, but I just want to call that out like before this, it was shared but very limited. Mm-hmm. You know, and it took a lot, I think, and it's easy to glaze over it that especially with the abuse part that you were willing and able to speak it out and shed light there. And that's such a touchy subject. And especially when it's a man that was abused as a child, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a lot to unpack with those things. But I think it shows a lot of a lot of growth spiritually and a lot of bravery and courage for you guys to be willing. And the, the, just the overall story of your testimony together and all that God brought you out of, like, like the IBS stuff is one piece, Mm -hmm. but it's like you, you willingly told anybody that would listen that you were in the depths of despair and how God brought you through it. Yeah. And, yeah, That's and that you huge. wanted to murder your husband. He, she did. Okay, okay. On occasion. So this is that crazy <laughs> transparency where Jesus wants you to be twenty four seven. Yeah. Because the, that that specific word, where I said I wanted to murder him, was able to free another woman in a different state yeah. to contact me because she had the same exact thoughts. And it was that particular yeah, statement see? where she's like, you need to pray for me. I have the same thing. Yeah. And yeah. like that kind of stuff right Ooh, there, his, his testimony of that abuse, we have had multiple people now come out and say, I was sexually abused as a child. Yeah. And we've been able to pray them through. And in fact, one of them, we were able to, my hair is just going <laughs> to, fly off my arms at this point <laughs> one of them we were or t- both of two people we were able to pray through the holy we were spirit able to get them together because they didn't know yeah. about each other and they're in the same family yeah wow. like so i could cry because one year of reflection exciting amazing but it's not it's for the people and so the fact that that I don't know why we weren't making lists to to, uh, be honest with how many testimonies (laughs) we have received from people listening and getting help and like us helping. We'll have to put together a list when we do our our website. But like so many people. Pastor Tim was talking in church yesterday and he was talking about how he always carried his Bible to work and how certain jobs, once they realized who he was, 
in how he stewarded the gospel that they would start putting problematic employees in his presence, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was he was kind of kind of challenging the body of Christ to to start ministering and being evangelist in your workplace, in your the local grocery store that you frequent, you know, the the place. It was a good message. And and when he was preaching, I was thinking like, wow, you know, this last year there's been a couple of times where I end up in a home mm-hmm. where they've heard the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I go there to do services with my business and find out that they they were somebody that went through a childhood trauma yeah. mm-hmm. of sexual abuse. Yeah. And get to pray with them. Right. Yeah. Get to pray over their kids. Isn't that something? Get to pray that that thing is broken off. Yeah. That we get to purify that bloodline for up to a thousand generations. And you know, the other thing is it's miraculous in and of itself too, the way that God prepared the heart's of like our family members mm-hmm. who like were brokenhearted about that sort of thing mm-hmm. and like like felt personal responsibility like yeah. our parents yeah. right but they also came through it and were so supportive and um I'm trying to think of the word God did something there yeah. because there's a lot of fear it was a breaker you know what that, I mean that 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 control of those spiritual things, right? Because what what those spirits do, it's is, like this. Let me tell you, the sensation is like <gasps> you can't say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they've had they had that for years, and God took that away. Yeah, Come the on. stigma and that that um, terror mm-hmm. of nobody can find out. Like mm-hmm. th- this is we got to keep it under wraps. Like you know, this is so shameful. And God, God transformed people's minds around the topic, and that is what helped to facilitate other people getting healed mm-hmm. and the, set free. The Bible says not to be unequally yoked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you think about the yoke or the, the wood beam that goes across two animals to pull a plow or to pull a trailer or whatever, um, that yoke that keeps them at the same pace— that allows one to pull and one to lead. And then you think about us when we have these, these experiences in the earth um, that are set up their snares by the demonic to, to keep us from walking into our destiny, walking mm-hmm. into that call of God on our life. And you look to your right or your left and you have this yoke on your neck and now you're in a place of where you feel you're getting some freedom. You've received Christ. You've gotten baptized and you look over and the other side of that yoke is yoked up with shame. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now you're unequally yoked with a shame that God Mm -hmm. didn't give you. Mm -mm. And when you, when you get transparent with this stuff and you get rid of the shame, you can pull whatever God's got you hooked up to anywhere because you're no longer worried mm-hmm. about the exposure of the shame because yeah. you never put it on you. You don't have a cloak of shame. Now you're cloaked in the zeal of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say something. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, so one surprising thing about podcasting yeah. is... Yeah, <laughs> Joe just let air out of his tire. Um, <laughs> it's a topo chico. Topo chico. So 
I think one challenge that I I don't I knew because I listened to podcasts for years. Right. Um, one thing that I was, I guess, marginally aware of, but surprised me a little bit is the slow burn. So when I, what I mean by that is we record episodes every single week and we put them out there, but you don't immediately have your entire audience listen to every episode. Right. No. People listen when they can. They, so you put it out there and you may have like a certain number of initial downloads, but then it goes up over time because people are slowly catching on. There's yeah. new listeners. So when you get into something like this, you really have to be prepared because it's not instant gratification. Like long thing. game. You have to be able to play the long game. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, but it's been very exciting yeah. to find people that people are finding us yeah. listening you know, it did say, though, on the analytics that we were just looking at, that yeah. that 73% of listeners are not following. That is true. So yeah. if you, how do you follow again? Um, you hit a follow button? On Spotify, there's a button. Like, if you go to the Real King podcast, and if you can't find the Real King, you can always just search for Joe and Heidi King, and it literally comes up. Mm. Um, and there's a follow button. Also, you can leave reviews. So some people have. We mm -hmm. also have a Q&A button on Spotify. So like if you have a question or you want to leave a comment, you can use the Q&A button. Some people have already. Yeah. And we do get that feedback and we do read it. Um, if you're okay with us to share it on the air, <laughs> um, you can note that and then we will. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a literal follow button right under where it says the real king on Spotify. On Apple, hold on, I'm looking, real time for the real king. So on Apple Podcasts, when you open up the show page, you can see like the latest episode and it lets you play the latest episode. But up in the right hand corner, there's a little button that you can hit to follow the show. Yeah. So you can do that. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can do all of these things. Yeah. You don't have to just do it on one platform. You can like us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook and follow us there. But we do Apple podcast is the one that we were looking at. And it was 73% of you listening on Apple podcasts yeah. are not following yeah. the show. And the reason we want that is because it, it helps stay engaged. Like you're like, if you're following, yes. you're getting notifications and you're getting things that we're doing and you're, you're getting all of these things. Yes. And it pushes the content to people who have similar interests yes. as you. Yes. And it puts it, it helps us in the algorithm of, you know, Spotify and Stitcher, Pandora, Audible. Yeah. All these places so, you can listen. So basically, if you get fed from this podcast and you make sure that you follow it, it's actually going to push it out to other people yes. that may need this. So let me ask you this. When you guys listen to the podcast each week. Yeah. Where do you listen? Spotify. I, yeah, I'm Spotify. No, but like where are you physically located? Oh, oh, I'm usually I'm, in my truck. Are you? Yeah. I'm working. I put your butt in. Nice. Or she ends up getting in with me and I'm like, did you listen to the podcast? And then I put it on. Yeah, we'll listen to it in the car a lot when we're driving somewhere. Here's my next question. What are you most excited about one at a time? Not everybody all at the same time. Before you ask that, can I say what I was most surprised about? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. No, you're good. The relationships. I would have never thought in a million years that the relationships would just like get blown open. 
there have been relationships that um have been reopened again for me when I was a child, like yeah. that I'm I'm now engaging people with. There have been brand new relationships. Yeah. Like probably I mean, I don't know how like us and the Ignite folks actually ever got connected, to be completely honest with you. But if this was a path at all, like um, the relationships <laughs> that just have have come out of the yes. woodwork are, are amazing. Also, I find it hilarious because of who I am as a person. And like nine times out of ten, if we're meeting for the first time, but it was planned. I already know more about you than you know about me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's funny to have the roles reversed. Yeah. So recently I've just by being with you guys at different events and like being introduced to people, um, I've had people walk up to me and be like, oh, my gosh, this may sound weird, but I know I I feel like we're friends and I know you <laughs> better than you know me. And I think that's hilarious. It's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. What I really enjoy about all the relationships that have been opened is we're not an island. No. Yeah. Like there is so many people that love Jesus and yeah. want a relationship with Jesus and want to build that kingdom. Yeah. And sometimes you think like you're the only one or yeah. or my church of five people are the only ones like there's nobody yeah. else around. And you kind of get in that mode of like, mm -hmm. where is everybody? Yeah. And with these relationships that are just like opening up, it it makes you number one, it fires you up yes. because you you begin to feel like you're in that community of kingdom minded people now. Mm -hmm. You're all in your separate areas, but you're like all doing the same work and yep. it just like builds you up. I've enjoyed that piece the most. Mm -hmm. And I was complete. I wasn't expecting that at all when we started this. Right. I, I think it's amazing, especially since we have an international audience. Yeah. That like the interconnectedness. Yeah. In mm. the kingdom yeah. is we don't realize it. Yeah. It's like the whole six degrees of separation. thing, Right. The fact that and we have Rodney Howard Brown listening. <laughs> Shout out Rodney Howard. Shout out. One of our, one of our spiritual fathers. The, the fact that we have Bill Johnson listening. Praise God for Bill and The Chris. fact that we have Kevin Chris Wallace Lois. listening. You know, okay. So I was thinking about that one, and I don't doubt it in my mind that very soon that connection could be made now that we have that connection. Like, seriously, that yeah. could happen in the near future. I'm so excited for that. I can't wait. <laughs> so speaking of one at a time, what are you most excited about going forward? Like, what what are you what are you chomping at the bit for? What are you looking forward to the most? I have two things. Yeah. First thing is how many more people can we help and how many more countries can we get to? Yes. And sit in cities and states and all of yes. them. So growth is like definitely and not growth for us. Right. Growth for helping people. Yeah. And getting the that kingdom. help out. Yes. The second is video. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really excited. There's been some relationships that have been created and doors that have been opened for us to partner with other ministries. Collab. Oh, yeah. That was that was my third. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, oh, you Third is the guests on the show. Yeah. yeah. Like in 2024, we're going to start having guests yeah. on the show. And yeah. that's what I'm excited for. We've had good guests so far with Pastor Tim, yes. PT Cruiser, but we have, we know a lot of people and 
with and, amazing testimony. And back to that testimony piece, yeah. there have been people that have been and helped from listening to our podcast that have literally said, I'll come on your podcast and talk yeah. about it. Yes. And like, that's what I'm excited and for. And then there's people that have spoken into our lives that um, have helped us to get to where we're at. Yeah. That we'd love to have on. You know, it's like... Uh, we we would love people to get it directly the same way we've gotten it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So the relationship with Jesus and and the prayer time and the fasting and all of those things. <laughs> yeah. But then the the people of God that He's used, the anointed ones. Yes. He's given us an an audience with kings and priests in, <coughs> in his in his collective realm of of anointed persons and to be able to sit down and have real-time conversation with them where where they might have a right now prophetic word or something that'll that'll go out through this stream and touch nations touch people in in places that you know those people may never travel to speak mm-hmm. you know and and god will you know we've seen some stuff man we've seen god take somebody from Africa and bring them to Eau Claire, Wisconsin to speak into the life of somebody from South America. And then that person gets salvation and then they, they, you know, pass from this earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we get to know that they had that encounter. Yeah. So we're always looking for an opportunity for God to extend, extend, extend his, his reach of his grace and his mercy. Yeah. So I think, I'm looking forward to that because I want to see, um, I want to see what that looks like. Yeah, you know, I want to be a part of what God's doing. We are in what God gave me a dream about the end time revival, and I've shared it. And I've had um, three other people that are very sound in their doctrine that have had similar visions or dreams mm-hmm. of the end time revival. And I don't understand why God would show me that if we're not going to see it real soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so I don't think he would <coughs> tease us with that. So no, right. so going forward, seeing that that he's already equipped those that he's called and he's got provision there. Yeah. And then to go into this next year um, of podcasting with with a hunger to see God be lifted up to lift the name of Jesus up and and just watch people be drawn onto him and then we get to be a part of that. Right. So I'm I'm excited about that. I want to see um guest and collaborations. I want to see I want to see what it looks like uh to hear testimonies of people getting filled with the Holy Spirit and touched by the fire of God in their living rooms, in their car or whatever, just listening to what God's putting on on our hearts and, and whoever else is on. Yes. And and to be able to have those testimonies go further. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about merch. Yeah. Because we have so many cool designs that are gonna be a really good witness to people. Yes. And help to spread the word. Um I'm super excited also about having guests and collabs. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about um our one year anniversary event yes. and future events. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. 
I've actually had dreams of future events. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, that will be a really good like kickoff for that, a learning experience. It's going to be our first one. Yeah. And so we'll learn from it and um, all of that. And I just think we have like tech um, advances that we can make over the next year that will just make the experience better for everybody, including video. Um connecting with one another by the way if you comment on our like our facebook stuff we respond yeah 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 like we literally will see it and we respond and and we will talk with you come to the events that we go to like if you see us on social media share something that we're going to be at come there because it is it's so fun to meet up with people in a spirit-filled event. You can probably find them wearing a Real King sweatshirt or t-shirt. Yes. Because they wear our limited merch that we have right now. By the way, we're launching new merch. Yes. And expanding merch yes. at our one-year anniversary party and worship night. Yes. and But you will see them. Sometimes you see them as an entire family. We, we always last, wear like, them on two, the same day on accident. Like the last so two funny. events where somebody came up and we kind of had a meetup for the podcast, like chit-chatting. We, like I with them ended up praying for people. That's so cool. Yeah. So like when you meet up with us at an event, there's a good chance that God's going to make a divine appointment for somebody else out of that because yeah. he's got two people from the same camp sound doctrine together and he'll use that opportunity to speak into the life of another yeah so who knows maybe that'll be something that'll help spark off something in your ministry your personal ministry do you know what else might happen is that i could throw my phone while telling a story (laughs) or i could accidentally hook my earring with my purse and rip it out of my head um or any of the other numerous yeah numerous embarrassing things that i've had happen recently (laughs) Uh, meeting new people and if you're looking for Carlos he's here but he's quiet <laughs> yeah hey at that anniversary party I want everyone to find Carlos and just give him a yes. big old hug yes because he, <laughs> he he's shy he pushed hard on you guys doing a podcast yeah, yeah. that's a big deal yeah, yeah high and, five Carlos when you when you meet him and yeah. he does all the audio setup and everything um He'll probably be hiding in the sound booth <laughs> if you need to find him. But yeah, it's very exciting. And if you can't come to the event, first of all, if you can, tell us on the Facebook event. Yes. It'd be really helpful for planning purposes if you could RSVP. And if you can't, maybe we'll try to do something virtual Yeah, um, so that people can join. And it'd be really fun. So. Any any last thoughts? Oh, I do mean to say this. For me, before this, I was always involved with worship, but never speaking mm. about my faith and my beliefs and like where I'm at in yeah. my walk with Christ. So for me personally, it's been a very enriching experience up until this point. One that I didn't anticipate because I I really, when we started out, the idea was that I would be more of like, Strictly a moderator yeah. and like keeping us on track with our conversation, which yeah. I'm probably most of the time taking us on a rabbit trail at this point. <laughs> um, so not doing great there. But I've you guys have been gracious enough to allow me to speak up more than that and be a, a part of things. So I'm very grateful for that. I also love to cook for people. 
And it's been a very good experience for me to, we look forward to having you guys, you record at my house. I don't know if people know that, but to come over each week so far, yeah, 52 weeks in a row. Yep. And it's probably the most time we've ever, ever spent, spent since married, since married. Yeah. Um, since married, few word do trick. There is, there is a, there is a, a Joe. I'm like the queen of that. Yes, you are. There's a Joe size, like wear spot on part of your sofa. Yeah. Where just is like legs. There's a max and then size the co- one too. cushions perfectly fine, and then there's sh- shoulder blades. I right. I will say too. Sorry, I'm doing a filibuster. <laughs> I apparently had a lot to say. Shout out to the kids. Yes. Max yeah, and Jasmine been, are here, but you don't hear a peep. They've also participated in a couple of episodes by we, doing the intro, and that's been really fun. And were you going to say we need to do that more often? Agree. Yeah. All right. Well, here's to our first year. Woo! We love you. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. We are so blessed to have the privilege to share with you. If you haven't already, please connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us by searching at The Real King Podcast. That's at T-H-E Real King Podcast. The Real King Podcast is recorded in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It is hosted by Joe and Heidi King, who are joined each week by Christina Santamaria as a moderator and contributor. It is produced and edited by Joe and Heidi King and Carlos and Christina Santamaria. All content is under copyright and all rights are reserved.